Hello, hello, and welcome to Between Laundry Loads. This podcast is basically your 20-minute timer to get that annoying job done that you really can't be bothered, (laughs) you've been pushing it off, I can relate, Um, and yeah, hopefully just have a bit of background noise, which is me. Um, So my name is Judy. I am a 30-year-old wife, mother to three gorgeous little boys, and I run a beauty salon. I do makeup, and basically I've just decided to take on a little side project in this podcast. I'm hoping you're going to find it relaxing, fun, we'll have a little giggle together, and hopefully you won't be too sick of the sound of my voice by the time we're done. So get ready, get up, you've got this, and let's go. Oh my goodness, we are starting today with just the hugest apology to my wonderful guest who has the patience of a saint, because we have just recorded, sat here recording for, I won't tell you how long, just to realise that... The whole podcast, basically. (laughs) The whole podcast that we just recorded has not recorded, because my microphones died and and I just want to start with the hugest apology for taking up your time. That's absolutely fine because I wasn't rushed for time anyway and it's just been really fun. It has been really fun. Yeah, <laughs> chatting is fun. It's always good but I just, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that. So with that said, here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> Give me your elevator pitch. Tell me and my wonderful listeners a little bit about you. Without your name, obviously, this is anonymous. Okay, so um, at the moment I'm studying physiotherapy. Um, so that like has become a lot of who I am at the moment um but other than that um I think I'm a really fun person to be around I am a wife and a daughter and a sister and a granddaughter and an auntie and a cousin and that's also like a really big part of my life like my family I love that um I don't think I've had someone yet describe themselves in terms of their family placement that's so beautiful yeah I think it's, it's like a big part of us. Like our family is quite close and like we, we, no, we spend a lot of time together and it's a lot of who I am really. I love that. That's really special. Yeah. So in your life where you're at at the moment, um, what would you say is kind of your niche in womanhood in, in your life? Um, again, like physio is really big at the moment. Yeah. Um, I also look after kids with special needs. Wow. So that was something that I started from when I was a teenager. Um, And then it just like carried on. And then like as a single girl before I got married, it was a really big part of my life. Like I looked after a lot of kids every day. Like it was a a really big part. And Baruch Hashem, now since I'm married, it's continued to be a big part. Maybe not quite as big. Um, you say that, but I know that you're someone that has carried it through into your married life significantly more than most people who do it yeah, prior to. That's that's probably true. Um, but I will say, like, at the beginning, when I first got married, it went down quite a lot. Like, I, I it was lower on my priority list. Right. And now, like, because I've been married for a while, it, it can start to become more of an option to I take up that. more time. Um, Is your husband on board with all of this? Yeah, so Baruch Shem, he's he is really on board and that is a really big thing for me because because it's so much of what I... Like, I love it and it's a lot of who I am and I did it a lot before I got married. Like, every single 
summer and winter holidays I went to camp and like special needs kids camp um and like every single day after work I looked after at least one kid every single day yeah because I love it it's not like I don't see it as like something that I have to do like oh I have to go to this kid it was like oh it's my time with so-and-so today like I really really enjoy it um and I can't imagine as a parent having someone like you that is so looking forward to seeing their kid who to they to so many would seem a burden and that you genuinely love it that must be incredible for them yeah, I hope so. <laughs> uh, no, I'm saying it as a statement. It's coming out as a question, but I'm saying it as a statement. That must be incredible as a parent yeah. of a child with special needs to have someone that is so eager to love and care for their child is so special. So credit to you. Thanks. Oh, it's, you know what's so interesting? I'm really noticing people are not used to hearing compliments. You should feel so complimented. You absolutely are a wonderful, wonderful person. Tell me a little bit more about your, like, special needs journey, how that's come to be a part of your life. Um, So when I was in high school, I started with Special Spirits, like, after-school club. Is that a Manchester thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, Like, after-school respite. Okay. Um, And then when I went to SEM, then I did a health and social care course. Um, Is that just a a course or it's something qualified? No, no, it's a BTEC, so A-levels, like, standard. standard. Amazing. And then through that, I had to do a placement. So I got a placement in special needs school. And that's what spurred you from there? Yeah, and then I ended up getting a job there. And I actually worked there while I was in SEM. Like once my course finished. And then I took a job there once I finished them, Like a proper job. And that's actually what brought me to physio as well. Because I worked there with all the physios and OTs and speech and all the different therapists. And physio was the one that like pulled me. That's amazing. Um, and that's where I decided that I wanted to go into physio. Wow. Which is definitely, to study, not necessarily a straightforward track for a from Jewish girl. Um, yeah. It wasn't easy. Um, there's definitely things that have held me back. And all the way along, like, there's always questions that crop up. And, like, I have my Rav from Sam, actually. Um, who has been amazing and like I spoke to him a lot before I started my parents actually spoke to someone because they had their like concerns about me starting for sure. yeah um and like all the way along like he's the person who I call to ask my questions which do come up for sure um that's amazing and yeah it, it actually like from when I decided that I wanted to do physio it took a while until I actually started so what are we talking here like a few weeks a few months Seven years. <laughs> Seven years. That's yeah. really impressive. What yeah. took so long, if I may ask? Um, so at the beginning, I was just too young. Okay. Like, you have to be, what, like 18? <laughs> right. Thing. And when I was in SEM, I was too young. Okay. Um, and then, and then like, I needed to get my A-levels. And there was, like, a few different things, like, stopping me from doing it. And then there was also, like, the questions about how I'm going to manage this as a from girl. And, like, that took a bit of time to, like work through um and then I was gonna go about it actually a bit of a different way mm-hmm. um which took time also to process like to actually get that on the road to happening and then once it was about to happen it fell through oh no yeah um and so then it took time to actually 
make it happen again another way. So it's been like a really active seven years of trying to get it done. It's not just been like, oh, it just so happened. You've yeah. really persevered. Yeah. Uh, like some years more uh, more like difficult than others. Wow. Um, more effort than others. But um, it's something that like I knew I wanted to do this. So I just pushed through and made it happen really. That's amazing. So you're in uni now. Yeah. And how's that going? Tell us a little so, bit about that journey. So I'm studying part-time um, and I work part-time. Okay. And yeah, it's lots of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, there's there's a lot of different things that like, first of all, I'm the only from, I'm the only Jewish girl in my class. Of um, around how many people? 40. Okay. Um, and actually, I, I think I've only ever twice seen a Jewish person in uni in general, like not my course in general in the university i think i've only seen two jewish people wow so that's quite a heavy like so load quite, to be that representation yeah it is a bit lonely um like before i started uni i asked my rov like is there anything that i should know do or not do mm-hmm. like before i start and he said just remember that your classmates are not your friends interesting um i have all sorts of classmates yeah and they're all interesting and cool in their own way but I don't share that much in common with them right. just because of the way I've grown up, my community, my lifestyle. It's so different to them that even like the conversations during break time, sometimes like I just don't follow because it doesn't it's... pertain to your life. Yeah. Fair enough. And do you find that that creates like a barrier or like a, an uncomfortableness between your classmates or it's just more that a reservation that you keep to yourself? Yeah, I don't think it's uncomfortable. They all know that I'm Jewish. I was really clear about that at the beginning. Wow. Um, it's just easier that way. A lot of people um, would try and actually slip under the radar, I'd imagine, or, or not assimilate fully, but, like, assimilate socially. Yeah. It, in some ways, yes, it would be easier to do it that way. But in other ways, like, I don't have to make excuses. And remember my excuse from time to time, like, each time. For sure. And... Like, I can always just say it's because I'm Jewish. Or, like, they're curious about it. It's not a bad thing. And, like... It's so nice in a way to to be... To be... um, You are showing them a new way of life, a different way of life. It's quite quite cool to be... To use the blanket of religion gives you a pass. Do you know what I mean? It's not that you're being difficult or you're being antisocial... It's just saying this is my religious is boundary my and this yeah. is where I hold. Yeah. And I think that people nowadays and they respect, respect that. that. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. if they're not coming at it from an anti-Semitic perspective, it's just another boundary to respect, which yeah. is fair enough. Yeah. And Barsham, I've not had any anti-Semitism. Wow, that's University huge. have been amazing about it. Um, there's been... Because I'm doing physio, it's not like... You can't do it through open university. It's very hands-on. It's... Physio is like a therapy you do with people. It's not a talking therapy. It's not like a sitting across a desk from someone. It's actually doing things with them on their body. And like, obviously that's going to come with issues because my class is mixed male and female. Wow, yeah. Um, which is something that I spoke to university about before I started to make sure that there was a way to do it. And they've been really accommodating. Um, really? In what way? What what sort of things? So every practical lesson we get like paired up with a classmate and we have to like practice on each other what we're learning. Mm-hmm. Um, so that also involves getting undressed because we have to do it on the skin. 
So let's say finding this muscle or that bone or doing this treatment or like massage, we learn like an aspect of massage, um, which obviously has to be done on the skin. So we have to get undressed. But then how do I do that? (laughs) Like I'm not starting to strip down and like... Even even if it's something as simple as the hand, let's say when we're learning the hand, I don't have to get undressed for that, but there's the touching aspect of it. Right. So like if I get paired up with a guy, then what? So Because you know, do you hold the halachs of Shamanagia then? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't like touch a guy, just like stand. Right. Okay. So um, how do you go about and this there, then? And that also, by the way, I should say that within the medical side of things, like obviously I can treat males. Um, and this is also something that I discussed with Arov at length. Amazing. Um, and when I'm on placement, for example, you have to be able to treat everyone equally. And I do. For sure. Um, but when you're in a classroom where you have the option of working with females, then yeah. why would I work with a male? Interesting. So university basically said that in general, I can work with a female unless their anatomy is different. And they have to be able to see that I can work on a male's anatomy. Right. Then I will have to do it enough to prove to them that I can do it. And right. then I don't need to anymore. Fabulous. So tell me, so you were saying about having to undress certain like areas in order to yeah. train. So how do you do that? What have you put in place? So the university have... By the way, I should say, I go to University of Salford. They should get the credit for this because they've oh, been amazing. They really, really have. Shout out Salford Uni. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for respecting the Jewish culture and yes, religion. They That's really, beautiful. really have. I'm um, sure my listeners, I'm going to have a huge Salford Uni, you know, <laughs> <laughs> listener um, party. Yeah. Um, but in case it does feedback ever, that's brilliant for sure. Yeah, and if any of my classmates happen to be listening, then yeah, you get the credit too. Ah. Um, yeah, so basically my, my class always has, they've arranged that in the classroom where my class, like in my class's room, wherever we end up being that day, mm-hmm. they'll make sure there's screens like that we like on wheels that we can put around whichever plinth I'm working at so that when I need to be undressed with my female partner then there's screens around me amazing and it is annoying I won't not gonna lie like it it is annoying at times because like basically we have like a room full of therapy beds and everyone partners up and each partner gets a bed and then the teacher like demonstrates on one set of partners to everyone what we should be doing and then everyone goes off and does it and the teacher walks around and like checks that everyone's doing well and giving feedback and then like you'll have like a time where she'll see something interesting and she'll want the whole class to come and see it because it's a learning opportunity and then like I have to quickly get my clothes back on and run out from the screen and like get there in time she's not going to wait around for me because like we're just waiting for the Jewish one (laughs) yeah um and then like go back behind the screen and get back undressed it is annoying like it is but it's just one of those things that I just have to do I love it that's amazing Um, real dedication yeah have you had any funny stories that have happened while, you know, you've been Jewish advocating in your uni environment? Um, yeah, I've had quite a few. I have to remember what are the good ones to share. Um, <laughs> Go for it. Okay, do you know Kahoot? I do know Kahoot, the game where you have multiple choice questions and then yeah. you just sign it in from your phone. Yeah, so everyone joins, the teacher prepares beforehand questions and there's multiple choice answers and everyone joins from their phone and then the winners go by who answers the fastest, the right answer. Okay. So they do it a lot in uni, like at the end of the lesson and my class is super competitive and everyone like signs in with hilarious names and like you can choose your icons. It's funny. Anyway, it's like a map of. I love it. Um, And it's like a fun way to end the lesson. For sure. 
Anyway, so one day I couldn't join in from my phone and I just asked the person next to me, like, do you mind if I do it with you? Um, and it happened to be a guy. And like, we signed in of like both our names and we won. Way, go you! <laughs> so like at the end, it comes up with the whole like pedestal and like third place, second place, and then first place, dun 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 dun, dun and it comes up with our names. Brilliant. And like, he turns to me and he goes, woo, with a, his hand up for a high five. Oh no! And I blushed bright red and I said, I'm so sorry, I can't. And the whole class burst out laughing. You left him <laughs> and hanging! the poor guy was still like there with his hand. He didn't know what to do with himself. I felt so bad. Oh no! <laughs> but he also felt bad because he knew and he's forgotten. Wow. <laughs> was it hard to, to not high five him? Was that hard like for you to not do that in public? Um, yes and no. Like, I blushed. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like a bit stupid. Um, but on the other hand, like the fact that my whole class knew that I keep Sherman a gear and obviously I didn't like explain the whole concept to them properly, but I just said like, I don't touch males. They knew. So if I would have high five them, they would have been like, Hey, wait a sec. I thought you can't do that. So you holding so on I have to, to keep your, to it. right. You holding on to your rigidities actually stands you in good stead because it shows you're consistent. It shows it's real, not just yeah. a preference. No. And also like they know so I have to keep to it if I don't they're gonna be like Ooh, uh, they're holding you they're yeah. holding you to a standard yeah do you want to hear a really funny story yeah. um someone once told me that they were Shaman in uni and it was on like introduction day so she was partnered up with a guy mm-hmm. um so she figured she she keeps Shaman and she figured what she's gonna do is she's gonna fill her hands up with books so that her hands aren't mm. accessible for shaking hands so this guy comes over to her and goes like puts out his hand to shake, realises his hands full, she goes, oh, and just wraps her in a massive bear oh hug. <laughs> so instead of getting a, a handshake, she got a bear hug. Oh no. But I'm sure she gets she points. Tried. She gets points she for tried. trying. For sure, for sure. Oh, what a flop. I know. So what would you say is kind of like a message you would want to give the listeners regarding uni life and studying? Um, It's not easy. Yeah. Like, I can't say it's easy. It's definitely... It's lonely. Okay. Um, and you definitely have to have the support system in place. So my family, thank you, thank you, thank you, have been so supportive. And even, like, practically speaking, like, I'm in uni really late on the days that I'm in uni. Yeah. And, like, my mum's really good about helping out with suppers and, Aww. like, even that aspect of it. But I mean also the fact And I'm just that- going to start and cutting you off because you actually w- don't come from a family that would conventionally have a child in university necessarily yeah. if you could just give a bit of background to the listeners what kind of family background you come from yeah so um my family is more like like how to describe we're not Hasidish we're not Litvish we're somewhere in between okay um it's not so common or it definitely didn't used to be so common for girls in my circles to go to uni right um it's definitely become more common and like I'm on a WhatsApp group of other girls in university, not necessarily my university, but in general. And it's like good to have that group. That's cute. Yeah. Um, But like my family have been so supportive, even though it's not something like I'm the first person in my family to go to uni. Wow. Even like, I don't know, cousins. I don't know if anyone of my cousins have actually gone to like in-person university. Wow. It's not like common. Right. My family is also Hasidish inclined, but we're, we're not Hasidish. Um, I did open university, not for religious reasons, but because I was married at the time, juggling work and kids and everything. So it, would, it wasn't convenient for me to go to uni. So mm. I did my degree with OU. 
Um, but no, you're amazing for doing it. And would you say to people, like, avoid going to university as a from woman? Or would you say, what would your, you know, response to the people be? Um, definitely, I mean, everyone has to make the decision for themselves. But yeah. what I would take into consideration is that it's really important to have a support system. Also a Rov to ask you questions too, because things come up the whole time. And like, I'm, I call him when I need and it's, just the fact that I know I have someone to ask, it's a huge help. Um, it's definitely possible. Like, if you have something that you want to do and you want to qualify in something, don't think that I can't do it because I'm a from girl, like it's not going to work and all that. Like, it really, really can happen and I'm doing it so you can do it. And Love like, it. I had to push through quite a lot to do it. I'm the first from physio student in my uni. That's another whole story, by the way, my uniform. I wear a dress and I'm the first physio student in Salford Uni to wear a dress. Ever. Which, ever. Oh my Which goodness. is like, because physios always wear trousers. Wow. But that's another whole like story and we don't story have time for that. Story for another time. Yeah. That's amazing. But like, but, but do it. Like if there's something that you want to do and you're telling yourself that you can't because you're from and it's not the done thing and how's it going to work and all that. Like there's ways of doing things. You have to like, don't give up on your dream. This has been a dream of mine. And I kept telling myself, don't give up on your dream. And like my motto, one of my mottos that like I think of the whole time, I once saw it on like a, a meme thing. Um, dreams don't work unless you do. Wow. And I love it because there's definitely things I've had to push through and like sort out and conversations I've had to have with people and but it's possible and if anyone wants to do it and they need like they want to talk to me about how they can make it happen then like be in touch with Judy and like I'm really happy to to help if I can because I love that we need like and people keep telling me this the whole time we need more Jewish professionals we need more foreign professionals and it's true like don't give up on it but just because you're Jewish. It's not a contradiction. I love that. Definitely keep pushing through. And that is amazing. And I, can, I think it's so clear that you have such a passion for what you do. And anyone that goes into a profession with a passion is just already leaps and bounds ahead of someone that's doing it just because. Because it's a thing to do. A hundred percent. So thank you. I want to just end off with one final, like just a short sentence of what makes you feel proud at the end of your day. Um, I think... If I've made a difference to someone else's day, like in a positive way. Um, That's beautiful. Yeah, I think like everyone's living their own life and you don't always realise what other people are going through. And if you can just do something small that makes, you know, a positive difference to someone's life, then like that's a good feeling. I love that. But having said that, I also think that looking after myself is really important as well because obviously like you can't give from an empty cup. Gorgeous. Um and like for me that means like doing exercise and eating healthy looking after my own body that's spoken from a physio oh yeah definitely <laughs> do your 20 minutes of exercise a day and do it listening to this podcast oh yeah my darling you have been such a wonderful guest and i'm so grateful for your patience and persevering and pushing through the podcast it was really fun to do this that we've like, had twice <laughs> It came really naturally and I'm so grateful and I really hope that the listeners have gained and enjoyed listening to your story because I think you're amazing. So thank you for your time. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It was really fun. Oh, such a pleasure. Well, that's it for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. And if you managed to get that 20 minute task done, then go you. And if you didn't and you chose to chill instead, well, then go you too, because self-care is important too. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to give me a review, like and subscribe or tap the five star review. I'd really appreciate that. And if you are interested in being my next guest, please do feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Between Laundry Loads. Have a wonderful day and stay tuned.